0: Welcome to the first episode of, of Clueless Capitalist. Uh, let's introduce ourselves first. My name is Osman. I'm the Clueless Capitalist number one. Uh, let me
1: introduce you to Razi. Hi everyone. I'm Razi, and I'm Clueless Capitalist number two. All right. So what do we mean by Clueless Capitalist, Razi? So what we're doing with uh, with the YouTube channel is we are trying to find and navigate our our way around the world of angel investing. And also investing in a broader sense, but starting with agile investing, and um, we're just figuring our way around it. We are clueless. We're asking questions. We're just very curious, trying to reduce some of their cluelessness. And with the channel, we're going to be sharing our journey, uh, sharing what we've learned, and hopefully help some of you also reduce your cluelessness around the uh, the space. Yeah.
0: So, I think that's a good point. I mean, uh, basically, um, we've both made angel investments um, and typically we get asked those questions of how did you work out um, that this company was a good company to invest in? How did you work out that this was something that um, you're uh, comfortable with? You know, why did you pick this company over, over another? there is no true right answer here. Um, it's, uh, you know, so the purpose of these videos is really just to share with you what, what we've learned, what mistakes we've made. And hopefully you'll get to realize that all angel investors are typically like me and Razi. we, we kind of have some spare cash, we're interested in making, uh, making some investments somewhere. And we want to make, you know, a difference as well. So that's kind of where we're coming from when it comes to angel investing. If we can help some of you to feel a bit more confident around doing, doing those high risk, high reward, you know, asset class investments, then great, we've, we've done something good. Razi, what do you think in terms of, you know, the whole asset class of around angel
1: investing? It's, it's high risk, high reward. It's one of these asset classes that few people, I think very few uh, portion of investors venture into. For the viewers who don't know us personally, uh, maybe you want to share a little bit about your background, Osman. Yes,
0: yeah, so just let me give you some background because a lot of people will say, "Okay, you're a clueless investor. Why should we? Why should we trust you uh, with anything that you say?" Well. My first foray into angel investing was actually really a long time ago, long before I even knew what angel investing actually meant and what it was. Um, and it was in a, in, a, in a gold and silver trading company. This was done back in 2001, maybe 2002. And at that time, one of my friends uh, that I was living with in a student hostel in, in Ipswich uh, quit his job. And went to work for a startup uh, he He'd met somebody uh, through an advert that was posted on the back of the Economist magazine in in London. He met up with him in Leicester Square. Uh, they talked about gold and how difficult it was to buy and sell gold as a private investor. and this guy had a great idea on how to open up that market to to the private investors the likes of you and me to buy physical allocated gold. And, um, and so he quit his job and went and worked in a garage, literally a garage in London for a few years. And they, they started this company and it became like an internet hit. Uh, they worked in stealth mode for a while, then they went live. And my first foray into angel investing was when they said, we're ready to go live. We don't have the money to buy the gold. We need, you know, like one of these big investment-grade bars. They're currently worth around half a million dollars right now um, if you were to buy one bar of gold. And they needed a lot of that to go into a vault. Now, I didn't have half a million dollars. I had £6,000. They were looking for originally £12,000 as your minimum <laughs> investment. But it was it was because I trusted that guy. Um, he's a very good friend of mine, still is a very good friend of mine. And he went ahead and and said, look, it's high risk. I don't want to lead you on. But if you're interested on in getting in on, on this particular uh, ride, by all means, like do that. So based on the level of trust that I had in him, I didn't do any research. I just said, here's my £6,000, pretty much my life savings at the time. I was young, didn't really have much to lose. And um, yeah, and then from that, I now get an annual dividend from the company, which uh, is nice. It's not life-changing, but it's nice to get a return on, on that investment still to, the, to this day.
1: There's an amazing story. I mean, in 20, it's 20, 20 years ago, right? So sometimes when it comes to investments, on hindsight, we wish we'd put in more, right? You'd be like, oh, instead of putting in the 6,000 pounds, maybe if I'd done 12,000 pounds, that dividend check that I get each year is gonna be so much more exciting. And I think that's something that probably wanna, we wanna address in our future videos where we talk about how uh, on hindsight, everything looks amazing, right? And how uh, we need to manage yeah. our mindset and our expectations. Right. So for myself, I mean, I'm very new to angel investing. I got interested uh, in it through my conversations with, uh, with you, Osman, um, and also by going to the some of the accelerator sessions um, over the past few years. And also I've been following um, Naval Ravikant, so I read one of his, uh, I was reading one of his ways to build wealth and he'd suggested to buy equity in companies. And um, of course we can buy equity in companies by buying stocks, but I find the angel investing world to be a lot more exciting. And in a way, maybe exclusive but uh, that's something we can explore later. So for myself, my background is uh, I've been running a digital marketing agency for close to 10 years now. I've learned quite a fair bit of uh, things in terms of building and growing a business. I do advise some agent owners some service businesses. And on this side, I've been also helping some of the startups with uh, marketing advice. Maybe Osman, since your 6,000 pound investment in that gold uh, company. Uh, what else have you, what else have you invested in?
0: All right, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk specifics uh, maybe in another video, but in total I've, I've made about 10 angel investments currently, uh, currently live, um, and I would probably say one of them is a bit more further ahead in terms of uh, advancement, in terms of uh, potential for exit, And when we talk about exit, it means actually getting a return on the investment that you've made. Um, So, uh, when you hear of those stories of that guy from Facebook who um, put in $1,000 and now he's a billionaire, you know, that's an exit. That's a guy where he's managed to get his money off the table and and move on to something else. Um, That is ultimately where all angel investors want to get to. I've made about 10 investments. And in reality, uh, going back to, to, to the point that I was making earlier on and, and what you mentioned, Razi, it's high risk. This is really high risk. There's a good chance that not all of these are gonna, gonna turn into anything, right? Um, okay. So when we talk about angel investment, we have to recognise it's an asset class, which is on the extreme end of investments it's a bit like putting money into, you know, putting all your money into Bitcoin. You would only put all your money into Bitcoin if you're absolutely 100% certain that that's gonna be the thing that's gonna, gonna be life-changing for you. But most people will just dabble and they'll put in, let's say, a 1,000 bucks or 2,000 bucks. That's what they're willing to lose and that's goes for every type of investment. Stocks and shares, like your friend said, He's only, you know, he's going to buy equity into a company using stocks and shares. Long term, it's usually good, but there is also a chance that you can lose your money in stocks and shares. It's a lot lower risk than angel investing. Me personally, every bit of investment that I make in angel investing, in my mind, I already have written that off. As if money's gone, it's goodbye.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. If it comes back, it's great. Um, so you've got to be in that mindset of willing to lose that money. It's only money that you're yep. willing to – if it disappears tomorrow, is it going to change your life? No. But the risk is that uh, – you know, the upside risk is that um, if it does pay off, it's also willi- It's also going to significantly change your life. Now, yep. since that time of investing in in Bullion Bowl, um a long time ago, um, uh you know you don't get to meet your personal friends who are running a company um yeah. and it's usually usually people that you uh, find on on linkedin or through uh, through various different methods and they're going to pitch to you so it's not just purely on trust but there's still a large amount of that yeah So t- 10 investments so going, going back to answer your question t- 10 investments so far and, uh, and they, they range in a number of different things. So, again, my investment thesis is not the next Uber or the next Facebook. For me, that doesn't really have a big impact on the world. I really want to at least make an investment on something that's going to impact lives, communities, and, and make a, a significant impact to the environment. So, so, some of the companies are aimed at uh, reducing plastic waste, recycling, solar energy. Some of them are around improving safety of women in, in their communities. For me, they're noteworthy, and if I lose my money trying to do something great, then you know what, why would I have, uh, why would I be disappointed at that? I, it's like, uh, in many ways, it, I can class that as a charitable investment as well.
1: I think that's where we are in alignment, right? So when we think about, when I look at my own investment thesis, it's very aligned to yours, where I look at whether or not this company is uh, doing any sort of betterment of society or mankind. So I'd say I'm more of like a sort of an impact investor. So if I look at the three uh, investments that I've made, uh, they have been around uh, impact. So one of them is in a telemedicine startup. One of them is helping um, make transportation safer for women in their communities. It is very much aligned with your investment thesis. As we wrap up, right, um, what can our viewers and anyone who's watching this now, what can they expect in the future?
0: From from my perspective, really the aim is to share with uh, with the audience what we've done, how we've gone about finding these investments as well. Um, so one thing is that you, you now know a little bit about us, so you're you know, kind of done with knowing uh, knowing more about us, it's really now talking about the types of companies that we've invested in, how we've gone about making sure that those companies make themselves known to us. Because mm-hmm. we can't be out there every day, like pounding the street saying, hey, are you doing something? Are you making it? Uh, are you running a company? Do you need investment? We want those people to know who we are, and, uh, and that we potentially could be investing in them. And, uh, and we'll we'll walk you through what we've done. The aim here is not to tell you, hey, look, we made so much money because we haven't. We haven't made any exits in, in reality. But what we want people to do is go in with their eyes wide open if they're willing to invest and uh, make sure that they don't screw up the way that we've screwed up. I mean, I would probably say I've lost significant chunks of money as well. If I can help people minimize that risk, by learning from the mistakes that uh, I've made, then ultimately that's going to be better for everyone because that gives you a chance to go and allocate your money into a company that you're comfortable with and you don't lose it. And, uh, And the only way you can teach people is by saying, hey, this is where I made a mistake. This is what I did wrong. If I was to look back in hindsight, these are the things that I needed to do differently. And I'm hoping that that's the type of stuff that we'll be sharing in the next few videos.
1: For me, what I'm looking at is um, similar to what you're sharing about teaching, right? I, I feel that by teaching, we're going to learn. In addition to what you what you've shared, um, the thing that you can expect uh, as a viewer of this channel is that we're going to be interviewing some of the founders that we've invested in and we can analyze like why we invested in them. Uh, we're also going to be inviting some founders of companies that we're interested in I'm especially looking forward to invest, uh, to learning from some expert guests that we're going to be inviting to share about different areas of angel investing, like looking at legal stuff, looking at uh, numbers, looking at and different metrics. So I think it's going to be very exciting and uh, very interesting as well. All right, cool.
0: So let's uh, let's do that. So the next one we'll actually talk through a particular investment that we both made, and that was to. To help women make safe transportation journeys in in their home country, we can talk through that, and uh, and we can talk through literally walk you through how we went about finding out about that company, talking to the founder, understanding what their their real mission was, and where potentially we we saw some value for us as well as investors.
1: All right, then see you on the next episode. Cool. See you in a bit.